This is the Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Are you struggling to find success betting sports? Tired of empty promises and scams handicapping services? Wondering why Vegas sports books become richer and richer and how you could win on sports too? This podcast is what the sports investing industry truly needs an insider look into proven successful strategies. Z Code Podcast is your crash course in sports investing that destroys popular misconceptions and provides invaluable sports prediction analysis tools that you can download for free. We outline insider winning systems from experts that make a living through sports investing and explain how you can do it too. Armed with the best tools in the industry and a proper mindset, sustaining profits is easier than ever before. Welcome to Z-Code Podcast. Hi guys, we're about to start one of the most exciting parts of the year when three major sports, NFL, NHL and NBA are starting out together in an amazing opportunity for sports investors to profit with the Z-Code VIP Club. And today, as every year, we have the legendary Mark that's never had a losing season on NHL hockey to reveal his insights, previews and predictions for the season so you can make most money with it. Now, welcome to the show, Mark. Glad to have you here. Well, hey, thanks for having me again. Uh, as I said in the last podcast, this is definitely our bread and butter, and definitely excited for the season to get started. For a start, the, the followers are really expecting your traditional season preview, team by team. Who looks strong, who's undervalued, all the goods that you share with us. Yep, we're, uh, we're working up those previews now. We'll be posting them to the blog and to Facebook in the next couple of days. Um, I guess I'll just attack this, you know, division by division. Uh, I look at the Atlantic. Uh, I think the Habs bring everybody back and have that goaltending uh, carry price that they can rely on. Good defensive core um, and enough offense. I think that they need to get a little better if they want to be as dominant as they were last year. But when you got a, a potential, you know, MVP in net, uh, you really... You could beat anybody any night. Um, I think the Lightning will give them a, another run. Uh, they're pretty inconsistent for me. I, I try to find a balance in my teams and some predictability, and I don't think the Lightning really have that. Um, but I do like them. They're definitely fun to watch. And really, I think Boston's going to bounce back with uh, Tuka Rask, again, defense and goaltending. They made some personnel moves last year that didn't really work out to try to save some cap space, um, and they needed to adjust. Uh, that slide they finished the year on really was surprising because they are such a consistent team. Uh, and I think you'll, you'll see them have a much better season this year. Although, geez, 96 points should get you in every year, uh, or at least keep you in contention. Um, the Rangers, for me, in the Metropolitan, are probably my favorite there. Again, I like the, uh, the defense and the goaltending, those goal differentials. That's the type of uh, long-term consistency that I look for when I pick a division winner. Um, I think the Penguins are going to be much, much better. I like Phil Kessel going over there. I think it's going to be fun, but that open ice style doesn't really work for me. It's not, you know, I'm a Devils fan, so uh, I can't really get behind the Penguins. But uh, as much as it pains me, I do like the Rangers there. Um, Out West in the Central Division, I think uh, you got to go with the Blues again. Defense, system, goaltending, and getting a little better on offense. Um, Always hard to count the, the Chicago Blackhawks out, though. They're uh, perennial contenders is really the only way to describe those guys these days. Um, and in the Pacific, I really like the Ducks. I mean, I, I know I'm picking a lot of the teams that were ahead of the pack last year, but 
Um, you know, that depth in the top line, elite scoring that they have, and definitely enough goaltending where they can really run away with that division out there. I, you see some rebuilding, and um, it's just not that competitive in the Pacific. So I think you'll see Anaheim run away with it. Now, for this season, there are two major changes. Firstly, the new overtime format, three-on-three. What's your opinion? And what do you think that will see more? Two forwards and a defenseman, or going for all and three forwards? You know, I I guess uh, I was the only one who liked the shootout as much as I did. You have those hockey purists who didn't like the spectacle of it all, but I thought it was exciting. Um, So I'm I'm interested in the three-on-three format, but I really liked the shootout. I had no problem with it. Um, I think you got to have a defenseman out there, right? You, you know, putting three forwards out there, um, it's going to be going all over the place. You're not going to really be able to defend your own end, at least with a, a defenseman or two anchoring it in that kind of triangle setup that they run uh, five on threes with sometimes. Um, I think you might see a little bit more familiarity out of it. I don't really know. I think it's going to be absolute chaos and open ice and very sloppy. So uh, we'll see. I'm not sure why everyone was advocating for three-on-three. I think really no matter how you break ties, it's going to piss people off. Um, But we'll see how it goes. I really don't know. I'm I'm indifferent to the rule change, and I think we'll just kind of see it. What are your thoughts on the coach's challenges rule? Uh, The coach's challenge is a a tricky one for me because while I appreciate that it's important to get the call right, I also think it's ridiculous um, to slow the game down and nitpick and lose the flow that makes it so important. Um, I think that the game is so fast, especially since they've opened everything up with the rule changes after the lockout, that it makes it difficult for the referees to get the call right. I think you see a lot of really important games changing on interference or on the new delay a game rule where if you hit the puck straight out of play in your own zone, it's a penalty. A lot of times you see people missing deflections and ricochets and just getting that call wrong. Um, so I do think that incorporating some element of technology is good because it seems to have gotten away from the referees in recent years. You know, I, I remember the Devils Stanley Cup uh, series with the LA Kings and uh, you had officials skating backwards and getting run over by players in elimination games. So, um, I haven't been happy with the officiating since then, and uh, I'm not a real hockey purist, traditional, old-school rules kind of guy. I think any opportunity to make it better is good, but I also like something about hockey where it's fast and fun. It's not an all-day event like a baseball game where it's four hours, Uh, and I don't think that challenges have always gone that smoothly in football and baseball. There's a lot of times where it really drags on, so... I'm hoping that it'll be efficient and fun and add something to the game, but I'm not really sure how it'll work yet. I'm excited to see what goes on this season. Connor McDavid, what can we expect from this new sensation? People on Edmonton are very excited about this young talent, aren't they? You know, I don't really know. I am not a scout. I think that when reports are this consistent and... um, Everyone is so high and so excited on him. You're probably not going to see them miss the scouting report by so much that he doesn't have some impact. Is he a once-in-a-generational talent like Wayne Gretzky? Who knows? Um, but I am excited. It's fun to see you know top-level talent come into the league. Um, I don't think Edmonton's that good of a team. I don't know if he'll be able to thrive 
in that kind of an environment, but we'll see what happens. They certainly have some weapons offensively, and I think he could fit in and do some big things. Um, I listen to the guys who do it professionally and put those reports out, and they all say that this is the real deal. So um, when I look at it, I'll take their word for it. But really, I think you just kind of have to see how they adjust to the, some of the physicality and style of play in the NHL and, and see what happens. Okay, now who are the players to follow? This will be very useful for the members that play fantasy sports. Well, I mentioned Phil Kessel earlier. I don't know that you're going to get much value for him, but throwing him on the wing with uh, Crosby or Malkin or both of them on the power play is certainly going to make his his value go up. Um, I like to trade for Palmieri to the Devils. You can usually get those guys for good value because New Jersey doesn't really score much, but he'll be a top-line speedster with uh, the power play. And I think you'll see him make some moves for New Jersey. I don't know that New Jersey has the offense to be relevant every day, but um, I think he's kind of a sleeper pick. Um, and really, I there's not a lot of turnover for me in the consistent you know goal scorers. Um, you may want to watch out for Patrick Kane because he's going through all this uh, this rape nonsense uh, um, where you're not really sure exactly what's going on and evidence is being tampered with and then allegedly the mother is just making it up. I think that could be a lot of stress that might make it difficult for him to play. Um, but otherwise, I think you're going to see the same guys dominate the league. You know, Ovechkin, Crosby. Um, you know, the, the top offenses are pretty consistently the top offenses in hockey. So I'm not really a player-by-player fantasy league, daily fantasy league guy. I am a systems kind of follower. Um, I think defense and goaltending is what wins games in hockey, and we've been riding that system for a long time. But um, year in and year out, I don't really think there's that much turnover um, or, or big difference where people just suddenly fall off. I mean, it happens, but it's hard to predict who it's going to be. So I'm sorry I kind of dodged your question there, but I think uh, the way I approach sports investing is much more based on systems and goaltending than it is offensive players and following their individual statistics. Now, I've got to ask you, how are the allegations against Patrick Kane? How can that affect the performance of Blackhawks? I'm not sure it will affect the Blackhawks this year. I think that Patrick Kane is just one of those guys who has a history of making mistakes like this. I don't know that he was actually guilty of anything. The whole situation is very strange. The litigation side of this is ridiculous, and the evidence and counsel dropping out and all this new information keeps popping up. So I'm not really sure what happened or what's going to happen. But I think Patrick Kane is probably the type of guy who can deal with this stuff because he's been causing these types of problems for himself since he's been beating up cab drivers in Buffalo. Um, I like the Blackhawks. I think it's a good team with great chemistry. I think they'll be able to deal with it one way or the other. But uh, I I don't know that this will come out on the ice. Sometimes the best thing to do when you're going through something personally is just get back out there. Now, Las Vegas and Quebec are part of the NHL plan to expand. How do you feel on this subject? Uh, Could it be good for the league? You know, one of the first articles I ever got published was advocating for a Las Vegas hockey team, even though attendance numbers might be difficult. Because I think you see desert hockey fail everywhere. But if you are trying to expand, I think you should expand west. I think the lopsided divisions right now really compromise the integrity of the playoff seating. And I think that Las Vegas would work. I think you get a lot of people who come into town to bet on sports and want to go see a professional game, and we'll fill up a stadium with transient kind of 
um, pass through. And there are some people out there who will get season tickets and there are businesses. And I think the casinos would get behind it because it could drive up business. So I think you won't really have the problems you have in like Phoenix if you pursue something in Las Vegas. So I think it could work. I think it could be fun. And I kind of view it as why not? Let's balance the teams out again in the league. And uh, the Quebec thing, um, while I don't know that the East needs another team um, or how they'll do it after this recent restructuring, I think the Nodiques deserve to be back in hockey. And I think it's a shame. They certainly will fill the room and generate revenue and have a great stadium atmosphere, just like the Winnipeg Jets do. So I, I like the idea of expanding just because I think that you either need to expand by two or contract by two and balance your divisions again. Because uh, right now having lopsided playoff uh, situations for the East and West is just ridiculous to me. So I think it'll be good. I think Las Vegas can work. I, I've looked into it a little bit, and I think it's going to be fun. Um, I think the old-time risks of games being compromised by gambling are not really a consideration anymore, and Vegas is big enough that I think you could put a team there. So I'm excited, actually. Let's move on. Now, what can you tell us of your NHL system? One of the most solid and steady, of course, in the history of Z-Code. Any updates? Could you uh, maybe describe it for the newbies? Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, with baseball, we've we've tinkered with the system a lot. It's really gotten to be very ABC progression driven. Um, and that was new for me. I really was against progressions and chasing. I didn't like the idea of just ABC, go get that series. Um, I thought that it was strange to risk $1,000 to win 50, but we've hit 96% of our bets this year in progressions. And uh, we finished up over $1,000 with pretty much a $50 average bet. So I was pretty happy about it. And uh, I know I have some guys following my forum who are laying down a lot bigger money and making much bigger profits and magnifying all that because $50 a unit is pretty small time for Z code. But that's what I stick with, with my long-term big portfolio style uh, betting systems. Hockey is a flat betting system. It comes down mostly to just me evaluating the games, evaluating the teams and evaluating the goalies. Um, I, Try to put a big emphasis on goaltending because hot goalies will steal games from you all season. It happens in hockey, and it's fun. It's nice when a guy, a guy goes out and puts up a 40-save shutout and steals a game. Um, I think that's one of the things I love most about hockey. Uh, so I pay a particular attention to goalies, and then I look at who the better team is um, based on my evaluations of the rosters and how they match up. Um, momentum is so big hockey is such a game of streaks that people just fall apart for multiple games in a row uh, or, or they can just really click and that offense starts going and suddenly the pucks are just finding the net so momentum is a big parameter for us and home ice uh, historically really matters in hockey if you've got a competent coach because that right to that last change on face-offs can really change a game so uh we really go after the home team when it's when it's uh, the road team has to really fit the system for us to go after a road team um, because of that little bit of a disadvantage there in faceoffs, and uh, ultimately it all comes down to the value in the line every night and evaluating each game and making sure we're sealing profits. Okay, thank you very much. Well, look, at last, can you share your live credo tips for your fans and followers? 
Well, I don't know that I have a, a life credo, but when it comes to sports investing, for me, it's all about money management and discretion. If you don't have the right long-term perspective for this and you chase, you will lose it all. So I think uh, why we've been so successful for so long is that those end-of-season numbers are, are profitable in every system, and we approach it with a long-term, I-want-to-win-by-the-end-of-the-year approach. And uh, I think with proper money management where you're not chasing and just trying to get rich quick and, uh, you know, making mistakes uh, and betting games you wouldn't otherwise bet because of desperation, I, th I think uh, you can beat Vegas in hockey because it's not that popular and the line doesn't move and they don't trap like they do in football. So um, the reason hockey investing, aside from them getting rid of all the ties of old, um, is my favorite is because you can you can beat the casinos when they set the line. They are not manipulating public money the way they do in other sports. So when an NFL game moves two points and public money comes in 80% and Vegas lays a trap, they hit it more often than not. Um, in hockey, that doesn't happen. It goes from minus 120 to minus 130 when a backup goalie is uh, announced uh, for the opposing team. So for me, it's all about discretion. It's about sticking to the system and just trusting that you'll get where we need to go in the end. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you very much, Mark. And uh, I urge everyone to get on board for this amazing time of the year to have another successful winning system with Z-Code System Picks. Well, hey, thanks for having me. And this really is the best time of the year. I closed out our last podcast saying that, but it's finally here. We've got hockey. We've got baseball playoffs. My Yankees made it into that wildcard play, and I'm looking forward to this week. Um, and if they fall off, I'll have hockey to jump right back into. Uh, football is absolutely crushing it. We stayed away from this week because I thought the games looked kind of dangerous. So we ended up just putting in a small parlay and hitting for a half a unit. But that put us up to 11 units on the year. Um, and we started out real quick, real hot. So it's nice. I'm very happy that football, hockey, and baseball are all going on. And we're about to throw the NBA in too. So this is just my favorite time of the year. And I'm I'm really looking forward to hockey getting back out there and it's great coming on and sharing my thoughts again. Thanks. Thank you very much, Mark. Now, take care, guys. See you soon. Remember, you can follow up Mark and other NHL, NFL, NBA, and soccer experts inside Z-Code VIP Club. Thank you for listening to Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember to go to iTunes and post your comment and topic suggestion for the next episode. We love to hear from you. See you on the next show. Have a fantastic day.